0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Indy Potter. Hello. We are back to talk more Ruby here this week uh, episode 3 of volume 6 of Ruby the Lost uh Fable, uh, that wa- aired today on uh, Rooster Teeth First. We're covering the Rooster Teeth First premieres of Ruby every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at overlyanimated.com or search for Ruby Overly Animated on iTunes. Subscribe there or subscribe on our YouTube at youtube.com slash overly animated to not miss any of our future Ruby podcasts. Uh, we got a big episode today to get to. Maybe uh you could argue it's the most important uh, episode in the history of the show uh here in year six, so a lot uh, of <laughs> important information we're going to dive into here make sure you've seen the lost fable um spoilers for this and all previous episodes of Ruby but let's dive right in. Haley, what did you think of this episode
1: i'm I'm shook I think shook <laughs> would be the correct term here it was it was nuts like I was really hoping the episode i guess would be like this because i didn't want it to be a genre episode i wanted it to be actually a continuation of the cliffhanger from last week and it was for sure um it it was a lot to process because it was a lot of information um pretty fast and it explained so many things and things that i didn't even think would be explained like the moon like that was a random addition. Um, And I think it shed a lot of light on Salem and Ozpin, Oz in general, uh, which was really great. And it explained like the mythology of the world and the theology of the world and so many things. (laughs) And it was just totally nuts. I was really, I think it it lost me a little bit when the gods first showed up because I was like, oh no, what is this? But once I accepted that this was happening, I was happy with it and just kind of thought about it as if like, oh, this is a really long time ago from where we're at in the storyline. So it kind of was like a suspension of disbelief kind of thing almost. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot. I think I'm happy. So yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I think, I think I'm happy.
1: I'm pretty sure I'm happy. I
0: think that's I think that's the... <laughs> Highest we yeah. can get with Ruby. Okay, that's good. Haley thinks she's happy. Andy, what do you think you are? Um,
2: I think that this is definitively the best episode of World of Remnant they've ever produced. <laughs> uh, bar none. Um, it was interesting. I'll say that. I haven't been bored by any episode this season, so that's good. This episode definitely had me interested all the way through. Um, That said, I don't think it was successful in what it was set out what it set out to do because it definitely told us the history of the world but i don't think i learned anything about Ozpin from this flashback that i didn't already think i already knew so i i don't know like i learned like oh this is how he became started reincarnating but i didn't learn anything about like why he's so evil or why he's weird and lying to everybody so i don't think this was it, it didn't it didn't pay off the ending of last week's episode the way it should have because right now last week's episode makes no sense in context with this one because this story just doesn't show ozpin as being bad but i'm sure we'll get to that at some point in this episode when we talk about it but i don't know i feel conflicted because this episode's good on its own but in context with the rest of the show it doesn't really make a lot of sense
0: yeah, it's a good point that last week, um, everyone was really mad at Ozpin, and this episode, I think, mostly absolves him. So we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that. Um, yeah. do we, do we blame Ozpin? Uh, what's going on there? Um, yeah, okay. So I have some, some interesting takes on this episode. Let's see. Uh, first, first of all, so I was completely enthralled, I think, when watching The Lost Fable for the first time. In a way, I haven't really been with Ruby in, uh, ever. Um, so hold that thought. I think this episode is, uh, is really fantastic. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're going to be surprised for me to hear this, but, uh, I get that there might be some complaints about it in the context of the mythology of the show, in the context of the season, but I tend to not care about these things as much. Um, and as a self-contained unit, I think this is really phenomenal, honestly. I think that the, uh, the, the storytelling that they're doing is great. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's an origin story for Remnant. Um it's not like it has all that much depth but the that's what these origin stories uh have. I think this is a fantastic origin story for Remnant. Um I think that uh the execution on this is uh in absolutely incredible. This is probably the production wise uh the highest quality episode of Ruby that we've had. Um It was
1: beautiful. Oh yeah, visually, sound.
0: Um I was floored by all, all components of that from the sound design to the music, uh, audio in the audio to visually the backgrounds. Um, this green smoke transition that we used throughout was, uh, absolutely gorgeous and phenomenal. Um, it just, it just really fit this, uh, storybook, uh, fable that we're, we're getting into. Um, and I just, I found the, the history of, uh, Salem and Ozpin. I found it really, like, really interesting and the way the gods were used. And it was just really satisfying having so many things explained in a way that we've never had before on this show. Like, this is what I've been asking for. So, um, to a certain extent, you know, like that we've got it and uh, I should be happy. And I think I was happy to the extent where... Here you go. I think this is the best episode of Ruby ever. I think this is number one. Um, it's I, I've never really like uh been so unilaterally like there's no there's no bad B Arc. There's no you know, we're not going to there's there's no yeah. John and he like this mm-hmm. is start to finish, <laughs> this is just really Great storytelling. Super and solid. I think like, uh, kudos to everyone involved in, in, in the, the Ruby crew because this is, uh, just so, so high level of production and, and narrative yeah. that we, we've never gotten before from the show. So really, this is my number one. Um, like. I I I my I, I I came up with a one two three for context here previously um beginning of the end in volume three I was really happy with another backstory episode I think Ruby's better with backstory than it is with with present a lot of the time so I had to do lost fable number one beginning of the end number two and from last uh, last season's flawed but spectacular alone together as number three yeah. um and uh, I think it's be- I think it's better than these two like this is just so consistent incredible yeah. um mm-hmm. it's 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 long but it's it's gri- gripping um it explains so much and I'm really really so happy with it. Uh, there will be no rant from me this week uh, because <laughs>
1: wow. no rant wow. of the week
0: because uh, there were annoying things with this mythology, like that you could say, like, oh, the moon. Oh, maybe you'd expect yeah. the rant to be about the moon. I love that moment. It was cinematic <laughs> it was and incredible. It was so stupid. It was stupid. I it. I, I, it's stupid. I don't care. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. we can we can get to that, but this gave yeah. us the answers we wanted. It did in a spectacular way. I will not be ranting. I am one hundred percent positive about Ruby this week. Wow.
2: Wow. No
0: rant. I- okay.
2: Yeah,
0: Andy. What? What? I, do, do you? You, you seemed uh, more negative there. Do you? Do you disagree? I think, I think I'm just latching on to. I,
2: I'm. I have problems when I'm watching shows like this. I latch on to the whole season when I'm watching it. I try to picture how the show's going, and I just don't see how this episode fits in with the rest of it. This episode, I agree on its own, separated from everything else, is really good. I really enjoyed it. I'm just really confused about. Ozpin right now because he's not acting in the present like this flashback showed him. It doesn't fit together in a way that makes sense. Maybe there's still more we're missing. Maybe we still haven't seen the end of the flashback. Maybe there's still a little more next episode because this really did seem like it cut off really suddenly. It, It just like you can't, and then it just ends. I think, I think
0: we need another thirty-minute flashback episode in order to really dive into <laughs> to yeah. the depths of Oscar. I don't
2: know if we need that, but it feels like we need. This. I feel like we still have not seen what he's hiding because I don't think any of this was really hidden. It was just not told. Like this wasn't really a lie. It's like he's not going to tell you his ten thousand-year history, but nothing yet screams like why was he so mad at them? I don't get it. And but again. This episode on its own is insanely beautiful. It's really interesting. The mythology is compelling, which is surprising for this show. And I, we finally have a reason for Salem to be the big bad. And that was something we were really missing. And I'm really excited for that part
0: yeah it's just such a it's such an improvement for salem's character like um we still don't really understand her motivations in the present we can we can start to understand her ultimate goals now but um just having having this context for her character is so great i i I understand the frustrations with Osman here, but I disagree that the episode doesn't give us anything in terms of tying it back to last episode like the difference between them being like so furious and turning on Osman and then us learning that really he is um this embodiment of trying to improve humanity and he genuinely is there's a huge disconnect there uh the the answer i think is the end of the episode where it's like uh he's he's been hiding all of this information he's been hiding that uh he learned that they cannot destroy salem um i think these are things that on on its own are enough to um get mad at him about him will be explored uh in in the future hopefully next episode but um it's 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 certainly, like, I, w- I do wish there was some more uniformity between the, these, this episode and last episode. It feels very jarring with how we're approaching Aspen, the character. Um, but th- that's not a knock on this episode, though. Like, like I said, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to isolate it, yeah. Um,
2: I, I, I get that. Like, I'm again, I'm saying, like, this episode is good. I'm just concerned about the season-long arc here. And that's what my
0: concerns are stemming from. Okay, yeah. Um, Haley, what, uh, what, what do you think stands out to you the most looking back at uh, the Lost Fable? Um, like any element of mythology that we revealed, any character in particular?
1: I think Salem for me, because I, I wanted to like her as a villain all this time because <laughs> I tend to love villainous characters, but I, there was just nothing to go on. Like we didn't understand her motivations besides, oh, she's evil, but it's like, But why is she evil? Like, what's going on with her? Um, So I think this episode was fantastic for that because we got, like, basically her whole life story. Um, And I think it was really interesting, the whole thing about how, like, by the end of this episode, I know she's evil, but I don't think she's actually evil for the motivations of what she's doing, (laughs) like the gods are the evil ones to her kind of um, in a sense. So I like, it gave me a lot of sympathy for her, which I was wanting anyway. So maybe I was just reading into it, but um, yeah, I really, I think she has grown so much as a character just through one episode and it's kind of spectacular because it doesn't feel, I think it feels jarring if you think about like, Oh, it took us six seasons to get here, but in this, from this episode beginning to end, I'm happy with her character now and I want to see more about her. And I feel like I can actually be more engaged when she's on screen because I know what her history is and how it ties into this bigger history. And in the theme of the whole season, I also have no clue where the season is going, but I kind of like it. And it feels like this season is like a sharp break from the seasons before and I'm all for it. Like it seems like we're actually doing things and learning information, um, which is great because Salem has just been there for a while as like the big bad, like you were saying, but she didn't have any motivation. So now we can finally get into that a bit more and have it not just be, she's evil for the sake of being evil. Like she's got issues that she's working through that we know about now.
0: Yeah um yeah it's it's I last i mean last week we said that it was probably the best first two episodes of a season mm-hmm. and you, i mean you're adding in i think it's the best episode of the show like this yeah. is a phenom- phenomenally strong start with these three same episodes.
1: I, you know what? i'm gonna also get on the bandwagon of the best episode because i was trying to think of another one that's that's, that's a, that's a quick you're right. jumping on no it's a good one <laughs> it's a good trade because like you're right all the other episodes that i can think of that i really enjoy they almost inevitably have a b plot that i didn't enjoy but this one was solid it was kind of jarring at first like oh okay we're getting every explanation but it was great
2: and really well executed i i think the biggest thing for me is like i'm kind of I'm, I'm not fully on the train with you yet dylan but i think the biggest part of this season is that um when i'm watching this show now it feels like a real show that's a stupid mm-hmm. thing to say but i mean like it feels like this is something that could have been airing on tv somewhere there's finally. momentum behind there's momentum, there's production value, and there's all the characters we care about. And it feels like it's all in a slick, good package. And I'm just really shocked that this is the, it is a, like, all the seasons seem to jump. This seems like the biggest jumping quality of any season yet.
1: Like, there yeah. were moments during this episode where I honestly, was for a second, I was like, am I watching a different show? Because like, yeah. It's just so good. <laughs> like, yeah. W- and even just the animation was so great. There was one bit of animation that I'll rant about later when it comes it, to the daughters. It,
2: it seemed but... like they had 2D animation strewn into the middle of some of these scenes. Yeah. Flashbacks. Mm-hmm.
0: did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that
2: really helped I have to
0: say, it looked like Castlevania for a few seconds at times. Like, it was very, very weird. Like, when they switched to 2D. Um, but yeah, uh, the, I, I think, the, I think this episode stack, uh, holds up favorably to some of the, the, the best of the year that we've been talking about. Like, that's why I'm so, so high on this. Like, I think this is going to be, this will be on my, uh, top 50 end of year list of all, uh, episodes of animation ruby's never on those lists for me like uh, (laughs) ruby just doesn't it just doesn't get to those heights and i think i think this episode's there i think the show is really fine like will it capitalize every week probably not but i think it it is capable now of of getting to these heights. i just think i need a little more than
2: three hours to like really decide whether i yeah, we're
0: recording this very fast after the episode so mm-hmm. we, yeah we can uh we can have uh take some more time to to dive into but yeah that, that's what we have to do on the podcast we have to have quick hot takes here um yeah. but uh yeah sounds like from back going back sounds like Haley's on the the team uh hashtag salem did nothing wrong um, <laughs> which is a uh, bold take given the events of this episode yeah uh andy what do you think of uh salem did nothing wrong do you agree
2: uh, no, she definitely thinks wrong, <laughs> but, but she's definitely sympathetic, and that is more important than whether she did anything wrong, because I actually care about what she's doing now, and I can see why she did things, but she definitely killed, like, everybody on the planet. Whether no, she, she didn't, sense. though. The gods did that. Yeah. But she did, wait, she did like, convince all these people to go kill a bunch of gods. Yeah,
1: no, but she she got a little... they, like cursed her to prove a point, which was stupid. And then she got like a band of a couple folks to come with her. And they were like, okay, you guys are bad. So we're going to murder the entire planet.
2: Like that's not Salem's fault. I'm not saying the gods aren't bad too. I'm saying that she's not great. No, she's not perfect. No way. She's a vengeful person. And that's a good character trait. Like that's clearly like one of her big defining traits right now that she's just Mm -hmm. very vengeful. And that's good. I like that. But um, she could have been a little more uh, understanding. When gods tell you, like, hey, you got to learn what you're, what you're doing here is wrong. Like, maybe she should have thought a little bit before she went and tried to kill him.
1: I like that reaction. <laughs>
2: it's fun. <laughs> Go kill the gods, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I think like-
1: – no screw you like you brought my <laughs> husband back and then killed him like four different times in front of her which is oh, super dramatic and then they cursed her with eternal life when they could have just killed her too and then they go off into their like pawns again she's like no this is not happening i'm I really standing like, up for herself
2: i really like the idea of cursing someone with immortal life i really like it, it does it seems like it isn't done a lot in fairy tales like this? just cursing someone with that but it does feel like an enormous curse when that happens
1: I think yeah. they do it. Uh, I think they get to the weight of it. Yeah. Well, mm. like yeah. it isn't just like, Oh, eternal life. No, like she's really darkly shown trying to like kill herself, which is, yeah. I was not expecting that, but it was really, they gave weight to it, which was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really some, like that. That, that was one of the visuals. I, there's so many visuals. This episode I'm blown away by the shadow of her stabbing herself was one. Of yeah. That, that was phenomenal. Um, uh, also random. There's, there's like, because this is a, on the, in the realm of what we're talking about. there's this like, she like is like thrown into the pool of water at one point and like, uh, there's so much, uh, weight to like her, uh, falling in there and the sound design on that I think was, was really good. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think Salem is portrayed, uh, unsympathetically in this episode. Um, like, like understandably, but there are unsy- unsympathetic elements. But I think the, the key is that the the gods are, are also unsympathetic like uh Mm -hmm. they they these are not uh like the the christian god these are like greek greek gods where they're like they're like they're like uh selfish and uh emotional yeah and and not doing things and like i mean they didn't seem that emotional but like uh, clearly overreaction by god of darkness just wiping out of (laughs) wiping off life off the planet but i guess it was an experiment for them Um, but that's, that's a big thing is, is is these gods. And, um, I think, I think my biggest takeaway from my number one thing from this episode is that learning that our current world of remnant is, a second attempt at uh, he- at human human life. I think that this is like the key plot uh, reveal in this episode. This is like the big the, bi- the big uh, plot reveal because uh, this is going to help to explain, I think, so much of what's happening in the world of Ruby and uh, like why uh, why things are the way they are. I think like it's- auras it- even. Well, they're- they're that, us, was one- that was the that was the one thing I think we don't touch on here. So let's not bring up. Ours, <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> I think literally everything else you can tie back into this being well, uh, the god's second attempt at, at creating life here.
2: Well, you can I don't know if that explains fauna's
0: Fun, yeah. Bro. Well, I have, I have an explanation for that. We can get to all that. right. Um, okay, yeah, I think that's that's one thing that's also not super touched on, but yeah, uh, it, that that's like that's like the big thing. It's like they, they 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 wipe out life and then somehow life life comes about again. Um, yeah, I, the exact we same exactly. Yeah, I don't know. There's it seems like uh, I think there's an implicit second time I was watching that worked a little bit better because there's an implicature from the the god of light that there this would be a long time before life would come back. Um, so I think it's, like, uh, life naturally is going to occur via, so like, sh- whatever their, their version of evolution is.
2: Yeah, it seems like Salem wandered around for possibly millions of years before any yeah. life came back. Yeah. Ooh, maybe they terrifying. could
1: have the whole idea about how, like, life on Earth started because an asteroid hit the moon. Same idea, because the moon came down.
0: Yeah, um, there, yeah, that's true. There were those uh, parts of the, the moon fell the back. There, yeah. That that could have been other explanations. Well, that was some, a really
2: cool shot, too. All the parts yeah. of the moon falling to the ground. That was cool. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah um so yeah I, I love that reveal that this is uh you know this is the second attempt and uh th- these gods uh we, we dive in we've like referenced them before uh but we dive into them in in uh, quite a bit of depth they're the the brothers um and uh you know pretty pretty standard depictions of force of good force of evil um and uh salem salem goes to one of them tries to get uh the god of light to bring back Ozma. Ozma is Ozpin, <laughs> by the way and uh yeah, he's just he's just Ozma, and you know we don't we don't get into the name change, but yeah, Ozma, okay. and uh, he he dies, and she tries to get the God of Light, and he does he says no, and then she goes to the God of Darkness, and um, uh, he does bring him back, and then it's like oh she tricked him, and then they they get on the same page, and then uh, they they curse uh, Salem I, and and kill Ozma again. I was
2: really worried when the God of Darkness <laughs> first appeared that they're like oh he's evil, but like
0: after after
2: um the God of Light came and told him that she tricked him. Uh, it really came became apparent that he's more of, like, Greek god Hades. Like, he's not evil, he yeah. just has a job. He has a, His <laughs> job is destruction, his job is death, but, like, he's not inherently evil, and I liked that. He's still a, he's still a jerk. Like, he's not a good—he's <laughs> still really bad and killed everybody. No, for but they're him. also both jerks. <laughs> yes, but he's not any worse than the god of light or any better.
0: Which yeah, is once they yeah once they reconcile that scene, they're on the same page, and yeah. uh, so there's really not that distinction between good and bad. It's more just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cr- creation destruction. And
1: it's like they had they said they agreed that they wouldn't bring back life too, so they have some sort of like contract with each other. Yeah, <laughs> they're like okay, this is what our world will be. These are our rules, and go from there.
0: Yeah, they're depicted with like ram horns. Um, they're these like shadow uh, figures, and they can also turn into dragons, which I think is pretty cool. Super um, cool. Yeah, uh, could could relate to some dragon uh, name stuff we got going on with the Jalongs at some point. Wait wait, but... wait,
2: wait, was the Western dragon like w was the dragon that the darkness guy turned into? Was it very similar to the dragon in season three or not?
0: Oh, yeah, there's, oh, a dra- there's already a dragon that. in the show. That's true. It's, is the dragon still? <laughs> still <there? laughs> is that one of them? Probably not. But uh, yeah, grim dragon. Interesting. That, that could relate back. Um, another key thing we learned is that because uh, we, we're I, I think we all kind of thought Salem like created the grim, but we learned mm-hmm. that the God of darkness is uh, it, it's like a part, it's like an innate part of the world is grim yeah. and, and these pools of, of grim pools of annihilation. Um, so those, those predate Salem. She's just uh, thrown in, she throws herself into them and that's, that's why, um, she, she ends up looking the way she is, but, um, yeah. And by the way, Salem locked in a tower, like we learned last time. Um, and, uh, Ozma rescues her and then, and then dies. And then we have this whole thing with the gods and, um, Then Salem's made immortal. Uh, The God of Light says you must learn the importance of life and death. Only then may you rest. Um, Unclear whether that uh, is still on uh, because that they they, they it's like there's a whole thing that happens after that. But uh, possible that that's an out to Salem is 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 us getting into that. And uh, yeah, her her stabbing herself. uh, Then she like. uh, gathers this army to defeat them she's like i like i like the concept of her like showing off her immortality in order to to convince people highly effective strategy there i think so yeah um and uh they they like launch magic at uh the the god of darkness and then he like takes it and then kills everyone except salem that's another key component about this being the second attempt at life is that the first attempt at humans they were innately magical um, and then, uh, the, these, these new humans don't have magic except for the, the two people that remain from the time of, of the first humans, uh, uh, Asma and Salem. Um, so that's, that's, that's interesting how magic plays into Ruby because uh, we have our whole own system of magic now and it's not directly touched on. And I guess we can get back to that, but yeah, in the beginning, everyone could just use magic. Um, and, uh, we, uh, kill everyone except Salem. It's the world is merely a remnant of what it once was. <laughs> he really
2: emphasized that one. That might be the cheesiest <laughs> thing ever uttered in, in a show this year.
0: Yeah, I love I love that. Um, Oh, it's good. It's just really cheesy. It was, but I I I think I think in the the time to be blatant about things like that's why this is the perfect. This is really the perfect setting for Ruby. Yeah, Yeah. Ruby is always like that, and it's always like really thin on narrative. But this is the the creation stories are when you actually should be thin and uh, and like uh, direct. And so like this is like perfect for Miles' writing. I think so. That's why it's not surprising. I feel like that this is like really good. Um, like the the best uh, execution on this. Um, and uh, then yeah, the darkness. Leaves and shatters the moon as he's leaving, and yes. that's that's why the moon looks like that. Yeah, this love was it. really this was a really important mystery for a lot of people who watch the show. Probably not us. So I don't think we really talked about it on the podcast too much. Why is no? Look it was that? always. A, I just assumed it was like a decorative thing. Yeah, well, that's definitely what it was originally. <laughs> so yeah, like, but and I love it's just that. It actually,
1: you. ties into the mythology of the universe. Like that's so great. <laughs> yeah, Andy, were you bothered by
2: this by the moon being destroyed? No, yeah. <laughs> I love it it's Great. so stupid this is the perfect way for ruby to do this just have it be like a weight like a hand wave like oh he just flew through the moon it happened sure yeah. but
1: it also like ex like it's so stupid but it also explains something which is amazing yeah. <laughs> like, it's
2: yeah. crazy I-, yeah. I accept this
0: I, gu- I guess the criticism would be it's like this it's this really important symbolism that's explained in a very fast and nonchalant uh, moment but i think it is, i think it has weight to it you know it's a god a god did it when they were abandoning earth like that's pretty yeah cool.
2: so is so at this point, when we're talking about abandoning Earth, can we mention that the gods are
0: just aliens? Okay, we don't. You know, Andy, I I'm not, I don't want to <laughs> dive into <laughs> <laughs> how the this theology works in of terms Ruby. Of, yeah, I I don't care. <laughs> like, why do they? All right, oh, who are, who? Are, what are they? In, to start with, are they the progenitors of all life in the universe, or just remnants? Um, yeah, they they seem to leave and go to a different planet. Yeah, um, yeah, they they could be aliens, but you know, whatever. And we have to accept, we have to accept you the baseline I just,
2: just want to like acknowledge that that happened, and they're
0: just going somewhere else
2: in the universe. Yeah, they
0: went somewhere else. So maybe yeah. we could we could get into uh, life on other planets if That's in Ruby. Se- the second series, though. we follow their next planet? <laughs> That's uh, seasons fourteen to twenty six. Is yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, I. I seems plausible honestly but the, <laughs> um big big moment well, that's
2: with deadlock is dylan that's where Jedlock is oh that's what
0: Jedlock is oh and they'll tie together oh interesting
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> this other world is just uh robots fighting yep. each other yeah yep. i actually buy that they'd do that anyway um yeah, just, just- <laughs> say the big moment with yeah salem uh j- to try to get rid of her immortality uh jumps into the pool of grim and uh, instead the logic of- is there yeah. oh yeah that was an awesome scene i think that was yeah. one of the better the that gist- gorgeous i yeah i buy it too i buy her logic there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um and you know why not try uh but apparently all it does is creates a desire for destruction from salem um i think it's i think it's up for debate how much of an effect this had on her honestly beyond turning her yeah. like oh she
1: seemed now. pretty chill after like she just lived in a cabin she, well i,
0: know, she's- I think it- She's able to... She has a whole life with with uh, Ozma yeah. when he comes back, and she was already destructive before this to a certain mm-hmm. extent.
1: Yeah, there I, wasn't much of a character shift before or after. She just had power, I guess, over the Grim. but...
0: I think I think like the the Salem we see even post Grimpool in this this fable is way more nuanced than the Salem we've seen previously in the show. Like uh mm-hmm. like she's manipulative and like destructive and stuff, but she comes across much more much more nuanced than just like ah kill everything Grim send them out. Like that's what we've gotten from her before. So I think if we like translated some of this Salem now onto our present Salem, I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if she's lost herself even more or something. I don't know if we're going for something specifically there, um, I don't- but. I think it was definitely, definitely interesting uh, to see that as uh, the the origin for her being the way she is. And, um, yeah, she's just an immortal person who was uh, granted immortality by the gods and jumped into a, a, a pool of ancient evil. And so yep. that's, why, that's why she's there. <laughs> and so it there looks like go. her face is next to that pool of evil.
2: Like, ne- looking back at other, other seasons, like, she was next to those pools that Grim were coming out of. Yeah, what? i th- I, th- I
0: think her I think her home base is at the uh, domain of darkness. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the that would the be Yeah. Uh, but domain of light we hadn't seen previously. No. Um. So interesting to see if we visit there ever. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's Ozpin's home base or something. I don't know. Um. That would be symbolic. Um, maybe. But then, yeah. But then a lot of big big stuff here. The God of Light brings um, Ozma back um, and uh, makes him reincarnate. Uh, and and to- leaves a
1: lot of big details out of his explanation to him
0: as well well.
1: well, like he didn't the god of light didn't tell him really why salem was angry and why everyone died he kind of he just like brushed over the fact that they did that yeah (laughs) so i think that's interesting because it it i don't know if it's like a nuance to oz blank's character but it it, it makes it interesting because he doesn't know everything, even though he tends to seem like he does, which I think was uh, a neat detail. And I feel like I, I understand what you were saying earlier, Andy, about how it doesn't really fully explain why he was so upset last season or well last season, but last episode and everything. Um, but it kind of just hammered home to me more and gave some validity to the whole idea of, oh, he's old and knows all. Like, I'm kind of now like, yeah, I guess he does kind of. like yeah. he, he does know an awful lot and has rationale for what he does. Um, So I see him as more sympathetic. And I I don't love him as a personality, but like I see where he's coming from now, which is valuable.
2: I guess I can see, yeah, like his his viewpoint, but I still don't get. Why he gets so upset about things yeah. sometimes. Like, it just I think doesn't make sense.
1: He, I think it's because he is so old and yeah. like omnipresent, kind of in the history of this world, that our main characters are just an insignificant little thing. And he needs that, like, all the questions that the relic can give him. And it's like pawns that he's using, kind of idea. Like, his major goal is to. I guess collect all the relics and get to the gods and bring them back. So that's like just such a big concept that he always has to deal with. That I don't, but I don't know why he would get so angry at them about it. Like, yeah. uh, like on, 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 just, I
0: don't know. On a basic level, um, he's last 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 podcast we were like is Ozpin the true villain? Like, we have genuinely yeah. asked yeah. that question, and here we learn that Ozpin is trying to carry out the mission of good. Yeah, so I think is, he's good now. He's not evil anymore. Like on yeah. a on a basic level, yes, Oz, Ozpin is good. Um, yeah, Ozma. Os- um, but the, here's the, here's what we get into with the relics. We get an explanation of the relics as well. Um, they are left behind by the God of Light, and they're like a um, a uh, call, um, a cell phone to call the, the old gods. <laughs> they they will teleport back when uh, they're brought together, um, and then it will bring about Judgment Day. And uh, if they're living in harmony, then uh, they'll they'll come back and just live in the world. And uh, if not, then they'll kill everyone and um uh, (laughs) that's great uh, has to keep reincarnating until uh they they come back until the relics are reunited we get we get to see what all the relics are there's like this uh staff or scepter people are calling it different things which is the creation one uh sword destruction crown is choice and then the lantern is knowledge which we knew um
2: so at least there's not gonna be more genies yes
0: well, you know, we last, could, week. last <laughs> week I was like, "Oh, there's genies or not? There could be. We don't. We didn't know for sure based on that. Um, we, we see at the end that he asks uh, Jin about the other relics, but we don't see the answer, so we don't really know how they work. But I think the implication is that there's not more genies. But I, I was, I don't know. We 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 can see. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I th- in terms of like what's Ospin's motivations? Um, so the big takeaways I feel like for Salem and Ospin here at the end of this is Salem probably trying to gather all the relics. In order to bring back the gods, in order to uh, kill kill all the humans, because or kill, or she's trying to kill the gods.
1: Yeah, I think she's or trying to kill the, kill the,
0: gods. the gods. It's un- unclear because I think I don't think she directly said that ever. I feel like no, so no. It, the, a lot of people are implying that. Um, I can, I can buy that, but, um, at the, on the surface, based on the mechanisms that we know about, um, if she's, she's definitely trying to get the relics, and if she got all the relics, then all the humans would die because we're certainly not living in harmony right now. So yeah, that seems to be the direct, uh, result of what she's, she's yeah. currently trying to do. She could also be trying to kill the gods. She could also be trying to be getting rid of foreign mortality, um, because mm-hmm. that's really the only way I feel like to, to, to get rid of that at the engine says you can't destroy Salem. So but, um maybe, maybe even the gods can't do it. Who but, knows? But
2: these are things I'm fine questioning on Dylan. Cause now we at least know what she's trying to do on a base level. Like we yeah. know why she wants the relics, we no know what it
0: would do. Yeah. I she, agree. This, this is all uh, acceptable ambiguity you now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Osman it's a little uh, more unclear, but at the very least he probably was trying to initially separate the relics because yeah. he's, put them in different places in these lockers around the world mm-hmm. and he knows' we're that, not good yet yeah he knows that hum- humanity is not living in harmony so uh he's trying to prevent salem from getting them maybe um, that's why he's so angry at them because maybe,
1: they might bring it together and yeah. the world's not ready yet
2: maybe yeah. maybe he didn't want maybe he was trying to hide from team Ruby that what they were doing wasn't actually saving the world he was just leading them on another
0: quest to do nothing, essentially.
1: Yeah, he fun. was like, I got to waste another life. Like, we're yeah. not ready yet, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, I it, mean, we, we, we learned that he needs to kill Salem first, too, or at least he's trying to kill Salem before uh, at reuniting the relics, because I guess Salem is preventing the world from living in in harmony. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, and we know that he knows that he can't do that, too. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, right? So it's a it's a conundrum because uh, he needs to kill Salem in order for the worlds live in harmony, but he can't kill Salem unless he brings the gods back, but the gods can't come back or else they'll destroy all the humans. So really, yeah. there's no. I think that's that's so basically Silver Eyes gets involved maybe here. So Silver Eyes is something we did not explain. We'll get but to yeah. that. Yeah, um, I, I think
2: the, you you brushed over something, Dylan, when the God of Light reincarnated him. He they, he also said that Ozpin would always not be alone, and I think that's another important thing. And I think that's something that he has not that's the one that he hasn't done yet. He hasn't looked to the people around him for help. He's only tried to help them instead. And I think that's going to be something that comes up in this season.
0: That feels right for Osben's character. I think also we get into the mechanics of his reincarnation, which uh, Osben accepts before he knows, learns the details of, and only recently he started to live with, uh, this living with the soul he's paired with. Oh. Um mm-hmm. so there's, their there's, family. Yeah, there's a lot of that too. Um, yeah, Osben, what is Osben trying to do? Un- unclear. Um, I-, I Personally, I see... Potentially, um, a lot of similarities to Dracula in Castlevania with, with Ospin in terms of this like immortal figure who is just tired of, uh, <laughs> of, so, of still living forever. Um, and it's possible he could want to kill himself. Um, the way to do that would be to, to get the relics together. That would be the way to, cuz yeah. we we know he's he's reincarnating until the relics are are come together. So if he if he wanted to stop, he would that's what he would ch- try, try to do now. So if he gave up on the world, that's that's what he could do. You could also say Salem's a, that that immortal figure that's tired too and maybe she wants to bring the relics together for herself to die. Maybe she doesn't think she can kill the god. She just wants to stop being immortal herself. I think she
1: wants to Kill herself and the
0: gods. Like, just yeah, take she it she wants out. everyone dead.
1: Everyone done. Yeah. <laughs> She's done with it.
0: Yeah. So, so I, I you know, un, unclear if Aspen is just uh, still very much. Um pep uh in his step for trying to save everyone and keep the relics apart or if he's just like uh, jaded and uh wants it to be over with or if there's some sort of middle ground i feel like combination of these two things like he's tired but still trying to do good but uh he's he's uh too jaded to trust everyone like team ruby now he, he hides information from them um but uh, yeah, and learning learning at the end that they, they can't kill Salem, it does it does seem like they're on some sort of wild goose chase is, is the way it comes across at the end. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, th- it doesn't seem like he's actively Can- trying to do anything right now because T- Ruby thinks they're they're killing like we, they, we specifically stated that earlier this season. Team Ruby yeah. thinks they're going to kill Salem. Osmond knows they can't. So I guess the secret is that, uh, yeah, there's no real goal for what's happening and, right now.
2: And I guess they're really lucky that Jid didn't just tell them you can't kill Salem and nothing else. Because, like again, yeah. <laughs> she was very descriptive to the to the question Ruby asked.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Jin was very helpful here, <laughs> explaining yes. a lot of things. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, briefly, the rest of the stuff in the episode: Salem and Ozpin, um, They're the only two magical beings left on on Earth now, and they they reunite and they uh, c- come back to being together. Interesting and. uh they, uh, they, they decide, Salem convinces Osmond to become new gods, and they create a kingdom, and then they have a family with four magic daughters. And, wink, wink, uh, Dun nudge. Yeah, uh, say, and that, but then they turn on each other, and uh, they start fighting... Um, with uh the, the turning I, on second viewing that turning was a little bit fast it was, oh, uh, it was yeah. very
1: dramatic yeah it and I, really,
0: very I really wasn't 100 sure why who turned on who and why it's i think salem turned on ospin well no reacted, what, for but... what i
2: was gathering ospin was trying to sneak the girls out of the
0: house like he was trying to yeah. leave with them and she caught him that was I, that was unclear uh, No, yeah, if, that's, if, why that's why that's she true. attacked him if yeah that's true um but regardless their fight uh with the pink and the green um i think was another standout visual just in these various mediums scene, sure. those flashes throughout it was phenomenal. Um, and then, yeah, the present, Osben's been reincarnating. He's learning to live with the soul he's paid with. There's the shot of the family. Uh, that we'll come back to in a second. And uh, he has to destroy Salem to reunite the world. He's looking for the relics. But Jin's—he, uh, we see him, a different version of him telling, uh, asking Jin, and Jin saying uh, they can't destroy Salem. And then we end with the shot of Oscar in his current yes. state. So um, that was... That was clearly a different
2: set of questions, right? Like he asked three questions at a yeah. different point. Yes, I yeah. agree. Those
0: there were three questions asked. So okay. that was the previous hundred years. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure we, we're all we still we still don't know what the, the his first question was. This yeah. century, yeah. Okay, so let's let's go through a bunch of things that um, may or may not be explained by uh, this 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 mythology, this creation story of uh, of the the world of remnants. And uh, the, let's start with the maidens because there's some confusion here um they have four magic daughters uh Salem and Aspen and uh these are probably the maidens probably yeah. the episode is not clear and also it contradicts something we previously heard in season three about the what Aspen told us before about the maidens um so if these are the maidens and they're dressed they're color-coded according to season as children so I think that this <laughs> is very clear that they are these are the maidens they're magic um we we don't for sure learn this but um if so that means either ozpin was lying before or there's some sort of reconciliation before what as Osp- between what aspen said and this beginning i think it was probably both true i
2: i think i think what happened is that ozpin is very tricky with the way he speaks and i've read a lot of I, i've read specific stories about stuff like this where people can't lie and the way they get around it is they just tell metaphors or tell similar stories yeah. but not actually use concrete names or or like places they've been so that it this is quote unquote what happened, but it's not exactly the way it happened because he didn't actually commit to it being these people,
0: yeah I, I I agree. I think Ozpin was indirectly telling the truth yeah, with, with, the, with mm-hmm. the maiden with the tale of the maidens, but the the truth is more of what Jin said that these are their daughters of uh, Salem and Ozpin. Yeah. and uh the the maiden magic transfer mechanism wasn't explained, but whatever. I guess you re- i guess it's inheritable being reincarnated, like that. yeah, maybe it's related to that, yeah. So, so there you go. That, and we agree that these are the maidens here.
1: Yeah. I think it's also neat to think that the like big power that the maidens have is what everyone had before yeah. this story happened, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm happy. The one thing that bugged me, and I don't know if you guys noticed this as well, but I feel like the like the animation scale, I don't know how to refer to this, but the scale of the daughters was so confused to the parents. Did you guys notice that?
2: Oh, like they're how they were really small?
1: Well, they were smaller, but they were like... The proportions were really off. I don't know. What, oh. it, it really... It confused me. They looked like adults that they had just, like, minimized. It was weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know how to make anything
0: other than I mean, a hot 20-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Ruby yeah, only how to really, design 20-year-olds, yeah. so... Um,
1: they didn't look like sense. kids. Or I think they were trying to be overly, like, they're babies, so they mess with the proportions. But... It threw me out of it for a second because they they didn't look like children, um. But yeah, that's an aside. I like that they made an appearance at least because it doesn't confirm what we think it is. But I think they're probably the maidens,
0: which yeah. is a um. Yeah, it, 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 I agree. It's a cool concept that the maidens uh, in the old in the old earth were just normal people, uh, but here <laughs> they're they're these special magical yeah. So I think that's the clearest thing out of the things that were unexplained. Here's another one, which may or may not be explained. uh, Silver Eyes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the only hinting of Silver Eyes uh, I'm going to point to is there's this one shot of um, when we're learning that Ozpin is, Ozma is learning to live with the souls he's paired with. We see that he, uh, one of the people he's paired with has a family, there's a wife, and there's two uh, children. Um, And if you look carefully at the children, they have Silver Eyes. Yeah. Um, So... The theory would be that, uh, and this is loose, loose, loose connection because it's not explained by the episode. But the theory would be that the people that have silver eyes are descendants of Ozma. They are uh, yeah. blood, mm-hmm. blood descendants of people Ozma has reincarnated into, and, um, it, and
2: that would yeah. make sense because he has some magic inside him. They have some of that magic that the first people had, and that would that that's my assumption at least. But it's just in their eyes for
0: some reason. Yeah, I think to in order to like literally genetically pass on magic, it would probably make sense that they would have to. He'd have to have the kids after, after he yeah. was you, put into yeah. the body. Yeah, so it couldn't be yeah. kids that were already there, and then he went and jumped into them.
2: Um, <laughs> like, I guess they're us,
0: usually young, but <laughs> yeah. So it, genetically passing on his magic, I think I do. I agree that that makes some amount of of, of sense here. Um, the implication of this is that Ruby is a descendant.
1: Of <gasps> <Osmer>. Yes, scandal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, Haley, as our Rose Garden shipper, what do you think about <laughs> the implications of, of that for Oscar and uh, Ruby? Seems problematic.
1: Oh, uh, I'm happy to let the ship die.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Could we officially nail it into its coffin because it's kind of incest now, Oh, yeah, true. no, it's so incest. Yeah. yeah,
1: it was fun. I think it was, yeah, last season, it was fun because it was, like, kind of sweet. And it was like, oh, Oscar and Ruby, whatever. But now, no,
0: there's too much baggage that he's bringing to this relationship. We already had enough baggage. It's all Aspen's <laughs> yeah. fault. If you get rid of Aspen, this is fine. Yeah, but,
1: Oscar's great. Um, but which yeah, we,
0: no. Which we still might do. Um, yeah. Yeah, Haley, are you buying no. or selling this uh, Silver Eyes equals Descendants of Osmo?
1: Uh Buying. I think it makes sense. It's like very neat and tidy, which is kind of strange for the show. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it actually does make sense. Um, and I think it, uh, yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm buying it.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm pretty confident in this one. Um, I think if we're going to explain Silver Eyes this season, we're going to tie it to the giant exposition dump we had. Yeah. This it, episode, especially
1: so. if we have already. Well, we haven't established that the daughters are the maidens, but pretty likely that they are. So we've kind of made it a thing that the people who have magic in this world are related in some way to Salem and Osbon. Yeah, there's a, so, there's a
0: mechanical connection through yeah, ma- ma- it magic genetics. Happen. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah the, it's not existing anymore, right? So it has to come from some source, and that would be a source, for sure.
2: But And then there's a corollary to this, because we've been talking about all these people being related to Osbin because Maria has been hinted at having silver eyes. Yeah. Does that mean that she's in some way, that probably means she's in some way related to yeah. One of Osman's descendants as well. And mm-hmm. maybe she maybe she would be even the daughter of one of his. Because she seems very old. You know what I mean? And yeah. we don't know much and, about Osmond's life.
1: Or how long this has all been going on for. Because yeah. it seems like like billions of years maybe, if yeah. the world restarted. Yeah. So the it's not inconceivable for there to be two of his descendants that meet each other once in a life. Like
2: that's not weird. Too crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. By the way, the, who and who in Ruby's lineage would be Ozma? Uh, then, um, so that's an interesting thing to think about. Maybe,
2: maybe her mother's father or something. Like, maybe it's just her grandfather. Like, to the one before Ozpin. Yeah, I think I mm-hmm. think that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Ooh. So, some connection to at... summer you need.
1: Yeah, into the intro because. Um the season six intro, which also the music is just so good for this intro, guys. Every every time it's so <laughs> <laughs> like I start the episode, I'm like, yeah, let's get into it. Um, but there's that bit where we see all the guys and then it ends up with Ozpin and then Oscar. So I want to look at that again though and see what the one before Ozpin is and see if it's someone we don't recognize because maybe that is Ruby's ancestor.
0: Yeah. We see most, if not all of them, I think in this episode, but we'll yeah. I'll have to double check. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's, let, let's move on to things I'm less confident in the episode directly explaining. And I think the most prominent thing is maybe dust because we learned yeah. that the old humans were magic and current humans do use magic, but it's ch- via a channeling of dust. And there is one shot of dust in the episode that we do see, a, like a cart mm-hmm. full of crystals. So, um, how, how is dust explained? In this world. And Ooh. I think that there's two big theories that have emerged in the three hours since the episode. So, <laughs> yeah. so Haley, you said moon? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. So I number one is the sense. moon, the, the meteors come crashing down from the the moon and uh, sprinklings of the moon in the Earth could become dust. Yeah, sure. Um, that That's number one. Um, it's directly based on something we saw. Number two uh, is uh, that the remnants of the original humans on Earth, they were wiped out via the the god of darkness's purple blast and mm-hmm. um they have uh turned into dust. Would you say he via, wiped it? Yeah. The <laughs> <via, fed him. laughs> fossil fuel um yeah. like some sort of uh I don't I don't like on our world uh the way the gas is uh like millions billions <laughs> of years it is ancient plants that have uh taken their energy from photosynthesis and it turns into fossil fuels. And in the Ruby world, I don't think it works with, I don't know if it works with, like, creatures, I'm not 100% sure in the science, but yeah, in the Ruby world, you had these humans that are in the ground that were magic, and so they, like, uh, over they the millions posh. and billions of years, they uh, they compress and they turn into energy, pure magic energy that takes the form of these dust fossils um and so if that's true then dust is like millions and billions of years old
2: so yeah, a... board with this dylan until you got all like fossily and rocky and i'm like i'm i'm good i'm on board with this now yeah you're I like yeah, it.
0: D- yeah explain yeah indy explain your your geology explain it better the, the i geology thing. I'm, yeah. is that what you said your your geology yeah Expl, explain <laughs> the the fossil fuel thing better a layman's description that's pretty pretty close to
2: it like things die, they go underground, they're compressed, and they turn into is it, Is it works. just,
0: you know if it's just uh, plants or is, could it also, is it also dinosaurs that uh, turn into, like,
2: fossils? It can be, it can be really
0: anything, but it's anything. mostly plants. Plants are okay. really the big one. Yeah, because they're more direct to the energy source. Um, yeah. yeah that makes, and, um, but, yeah, that, that to me is really appealing because it ties into real-world science. Um, the moon thing is more directly shown in the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I love
1: no- this fossil idea, though. That's so cool. <laughs>
0: But the thing is, you you had people that were dead, and they mm-hmm. were magic. And would and, have the
1: magic energy.
0: Yeah, that that to yeah. me honestly makes more sense than the moon, which I don't understand why it would be magic. Um, unless, Because like, it was touched by a god, I guess. Yeah. Um, or maybe the moon was magic all along. But the thing that makes more direct sense to me is this fossil fuel thing. Honestly. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm on that train. I like that one.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was I'm okay. on this train,
2: Dylan. I really think they're just going to say the moon was magic, but I'm yeah. on this train. But we don't
0: know. But that, know that's the thing, really though. Like I said in the beginning, uh, the the big takeaway is that this is the second attempt at humanity. So I think you, if you want to explain everything, you can explain dust by the second attempt at humanity. It's be the remains of the first humans. Now it's that's yep. how they still have access to it. And it also, by the way, it would mean that dust is a non-renewable source of energy. Um, yeah. If that's the case, mm. even if it was meteor moon meteors, it'd also mean non-renewable yep. because these are not naturally occurring things. You you can like like much like in our world, if you use up all the fossil fuel like sure. we're doing, then there's not going to be any more, So then they're going to run out right. of they're going to run out of magic at some. point. Point.
2: I also like the idea, if that's true, Dylan, that the Schnee family might have, like, because usually there, there's there's another trope we haven't touched on yet that like the big royal family in a world like has some knowledge of the past that the layman doesn't. and It'd be interesting if the Schnee Dust Company does understand what they're actually doing you know what i and mean and that
0: makes them even more evil that they know yeah. that they're it's not They yeah. know what this is they're using it up and that uh yeah. probably it just feels also wrong if they're using like humans harvesting yeah. human remains too that would be um, an interesting twist if we get to their her family and that happens i could see that yeah that'd be cool okay um so there's dust um that's something that now we're going even further down the can you tie it into this episode <laughs> yeah, here we uh go. faunuses so, all right i want to hear <laughs>
2: this dylan i want to hear this
0: Okay, so here's the only thing, A credit to Michael, um in our chat in our Discord. Um, if the if the, the, the dust is ancient human magic, even if it came from the moon, if like animals like consume it, then maybe okay. they like turn into <laughs> to bonuses over time. Shown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, animal. Oh, were there? Yeah, because we don't yeah, know Salem how animals Yeah, Salem was walking work. along
1: after all the humans died and there were some deer that she walked by.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay. So the animals, like, take the remnants of the previous magic and they combine and it turns them into faunuses or something. Whatever. That's that's the best we got here. Or that <laughs>
1: whatever made humans come back somehow mutated a little bit and it stayed. Because I what I'm thinking is that it's kind of like a Neanderthal kind of idea where there's different subspecies mm. of humans and yeah that, yeah, I, that, make, that makes that sense uh, that,
0: that we could we could have got that before though like that's I, uh, that that already kind of made sense that uh, honestly, uh, there's these different yeah. different uh threads of human uh, genes, but gene it does images.
1: explain that like i guess that evolution we're not that far off from it starting right, like and, and, maybe we're kind of early in evolutionary cycles
0: yeah, and Ruby, and I think, and I think, given that we don't see the gods directly create more humans, and that's not implied that they're descended from Salem and uh, Naz- mm-hmm. and Aspen, um, so like the implication is that there's some sort of of uh, evolution happening, so that With would tie into species. the fact that yeah, I... the different different uh, things would evolve. Did did the gods specifically say they would judge the humans when they came back, uh, or just yeah. people?
2: Because faunuses yeah. aren't human. Like even if they are close, they're not human. And that could be an inst- interesting wrench thrown into all of this at the end. Of I think period. the first
1: time we heard "human" was when Salem was talking with Oz at her like house at one point. because yeah, I remember they, her they, saying I, I think it they I just like, say oh.
0: they just say if ever uh, if you, the world People. is living in harmony. I think okay. yeah, they I think don't. It's just they the don't world. say human. I okay. think that's possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe okay. to go back and fact. No,
2: I'd have to go I back. I think it's just world. Yeah. Like, okay.
0: That, that's I, I, interesting.
2: there would be a curious wrench if that. Because yeah, the
0: the faunuses they they specifically mentioned that faunuses are in, in, as, in a new world as a separate thing. As they clearly weren't there in the old world. So yeah. yeah, um, and and this by the way, all of this ties. Fa- the Faunus plotline directly in because Faunus discrimination is probably the main source of uh, non non harmony in in the Ruby world. So the yeah. fact that we need to resolve that in order to um, not all die, not be but killed, re- yeah. Yeah, yeah, the relics being reunited. So I think that's uh, that ties that ties the the bla- the, the white Fang plotline stuff in in a little bit well. Um, okay, last thing. A lot of people have been bringing this up. Um, is John <laughs> descended from Salem and Osbun? <laughs> why andy why? Uh, i honestly don't understand the logic behind this one can you explain can you explain the this logic me? is dylan the logic is
2: we have to have a reason for why john is so important in this show <laughs> and <laughs> we don't know how he could be or why he is but all of a sudden osman has kids so suddenly if his kids didn't die in that house because we don't know for sure if they did die there dylan and the theory is maybe they had kids and he's descendant of one of those original children of osman or Ozma. Sorry
0: yeah so john would be descended from the maidens basically descended from yeah Um, so he he doesn't have silver eyes so he's not the same thing there but he could be like a uh... but i don't think the maidens in that scene had silver eyes either right right so it's 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 his it's his reincarnation descendants not his direct lineage with salem that have the silver eyes (laughs) Um, really confusing but sure yeah It, yeah, I mean, this is all. This is all still on the speculation side, both elements of that. Um, but, but we're we're trying to tie it together. Yeah, I, I guess I sell this just because I don't see why that there's no, uh, everything else we've heard has some sort of explanation. Maybe except for I, the Vaughnus thing. This this does no. This is no explanation. <laughs> I don't. I don't buy this, Dylan. <laughs> but the thing is, I do expect
2: him to give us a reason why John is important at some point, point. and I'm just trying to find it. Mm,
1: I don't think it's an in-world reason why he's important. <laughs>
0: Ugh. I think yeah I think uh, uh, I think probably there's going to be something. I don't know if this is it. We'll see. Um Well,
1: there's got to be some explanation. Not that I want this to be true at all, but in the opening he does like get angry at Oscar. So yeah. that could be a lot of things. Though. The thing that did
2: um make me kind of buy this theory, Dylan, is that someone said there is some similarity between him and Salem in that he has a lover that died and he wants to get her back in some way. Yeah, but like that's
1: he not was- hereditary.
2: No, yeah. I, well,
0: okay. <laughs> the obvious thing is that they both have blonde hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so. yeah. But I mean, there's just some thematic similarities there. And if he tries to search for Pira, then
0: there might be something there. Yeah, that but. is some thematic. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll see. I don't no. want to get into that, but we might.
2: <laughs> but I'm fine with it just being a thematic similarity that's yeah. that'd be I,
0: I, I, I this this seems like the lowest priority of all the things we've oh discussed yeah definitely. Getting into that. I think the maidens we might not get into in more detail or we could next <laughs> episode we it wouldn't it would only take 30 seconds to tie it in um, yeah. I think
2: I think the biggest thing Dylan thing that we haven't touched on is like what the maidens really have in terms of this cycle in terms of like the end of this do we really need the maidens at all besides just getting to the vaults that Ozpin made in the first place I that think seems like-
1: they're just like a random addition that the gods didn't plan for okay. right okay. Yeah, so it doesn't, it of, doesn't yeah. seem
0: tied to the gods, yeah. No, it's
1: just I think it's related to Ozpin.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, do will they have? Do they have some sort of larger importance? I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. The thing that I definitely expect to be explored this season is the Silver Eyes. So we'll learn yeah. is the Ozpin's Ooh. descendant thing really true?
2: Yeah because, because it,
0: Maria, Maria was uh, presumably listening to this entire story yeah, uh, despite, yeah. despite being very new to, to the group so I don't know uh, t- kind of dangerous here Maria knowing all this I personally think Dylan that this the Silver Eyes based on what
2: we've seen based on the fact that like we saw that Silver Eyes kind of they, they, they're kind of the anti-Grim like, like Ruby used them and killed like a bunch of Grim in season 3 right? well mm-hmm. he started giving, giving um, Osmond started to send his sentence started getting Silver Eyes once he started reincarnating which happened when the God of Light did something to him right so possibly what that means is that this is a remnant of the god of light's power in some way and that's why it's like anti-grim power because that's his brother's thing
1: yeah well i guess his ability to reincarnate is coming from the god of light right so yeah, yeah. any power that he hands on is through that so yeah
2: yeah that that, that, that would be my assumption based on what we've yeah. seen because that, that would makes explain. sense that would explain why ruby was able to kill all those grim
0: Mm-hmm. No, it makes enough sense to me. Austin is symbolic of the God of light. Uh, yeah. This power. power. Um, and he's doing the work of trying to, to make the, make the world good again. So, um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff to, to potentially dive into in, in the next few episodes um, opportunity to rant about anything here that we didn't, that we didn't talk about. <laughs> Andy, do you have anything?
2: I, I, after talking, I'm less mad about Austin's anger last episode I'm willing to wait and see next episode,
0: which is crazy. I'm not ranting, Dylan. That's my answer. Oh, no ranting. But I'm not ranting either. Haley, are you ranting?
1: <laughs> mm, no, no. I think the little inconsistencies in yeah. the storyline are <laughs> totally make sense to not be addressed because of the context that it's in. Like, I'm not upset at it.
2: Again, and I'm not upset great. about Aura not being touched on, Dylan, but I wanted to know about it. I <laughs> yes. still wanted to know we about it. We got him.
1: everything else, so except for a couple things. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm very happy with it. I think it yeah. gives me so much more, like, investment in these characters going forward and kind of the end goal of the show. It's much clearer now. So it was great. Yeah.
0: Nice. I think, I think auras and semblances are even more infuriating now that we know that these are the non magic yes. version <laughs> yes. of humanity. Yes. Like, yes. these are the non magic users. So, why do they have these ab- abilities?
2: Yeah. I think Ooh, maybe. Anime-
1: Maybe it's related to this whole theory about that dust is like fossils, that the energy went back into the earth, so all the food that everyone eats has that in okay. it. My okay.
0: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it's related to that.
0: That's better. That's the the most uh, reasonable or uh, explanation we've gotten so far. Yeah.
2: Anyone. And no, so. for some reason, I'm like, they well, harnessing we'll, we'll, it we'll that's on. true from now on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> Love it. Uh, so it sounded like final thoughts there from Haley. Um, the,
2: yeah. A plus. Nice.
0: Uh, Andy, and final thoughts.
2: This was a really good episode. I'm, as always, hesitant to see where we're going to go, but I am surprisingly happy with this season so far, so much so that I'm ready to be knocked off and like, like just knocked over and be like, yeah, Ruby's still bad. But <laughs> but uh, right now, this is the best start to a season yet, like 100%. There's no way any season of Ruby could have been better than these three episodes so far, and I'm actually excited for next week. Which is crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're three for three in a good way um, yeah. so far. So very. Imp- I mean, I love this episode. Um, hope to to build on this momentum to come and uh, not cut to, to John and his team anytime soon. But we will next episode for sure. So, um, Neo, we haven't even gotten Neo yet. That's gonna be fun. So I know. We'll if no. We didn't get a Cinder B story like I was worried about.
1: Yeah, that uh, would have really undermined the episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. it was a great decision to just stay on this for a long time. And exactly. it, was, it was very long, but I thought it was like hugely successful. I, we'll give
1: it the importance good. that it deserves, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, really mm-hmm. the the most uh, things make more sense than they ever have before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, for sure. So we'll hopefully can clarify it. We read a lot of things that are like probably, but not for sure. So hopefully we can get into those even to even more of an extent to come. Um okay, so let us know what you thought of this episode. you agree? Um the, the are you guys are you guys high on it as well? Leave comments on our YouTube, youtube.com slash overly animated or on our website overlyanimated.com and click on the link to this podcast and you can leave comments there um that we'd really appreciate positive reviews on our ruby itunes feed we are still on the mission to counteract the negative ones thank you very much to uh burton homan who left us a, a very positive review um it was it was fantastic thoughtful discussion on ruby talking about even though even though he disagrees with some stuff still still appreciates it and i appreciate anyone that holds that opinion um that that's that's uh thank you guys um and i know there's uh more more people who, who like it than, than don't like it but uh it would be it would be great to, to we could boost that star rating up on <laughs> the ruby itunes feed so any of that would be greatly appreciated thank you guys and yeah and it just comments in general and likes and stuff help a lot um you can uh talk about a lot our uh, discord ruby channel what's happened today with this episode a lot of uh, speculation here find that at overlyanimatedcom discord and the number one way to support us is via our Patreon financially at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, David, aka Papa Papillon. And thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John Steve, Alex, and Hugh. I don't even think you listened to this one. That's unfortunate. But, um, the, there you go. Uh, find other podcasts at overlyanimated.com. Um, since Ruby is an anime, as we all know, uh, we did, recently did a fall anime mid-season uh. review. So you can, I think we referenced <laughs> that Ruby's not an anime in that podcast. So you can find that. Uh, We talk about all the currently airing animes there. Um, and if you are uh, missing the rants, you have them there, too. Yeah, there's some rants in there. So Andy's uh, ranting on Sal in particular. Make sure to go check that out. Um, my uh, Ladybug uh, ended Season 2 Ladybug coverage. We had that and uh, other stuff, including Castlevania, Craig of the Creek. will find all that at overlyanimated.com. and DuckTales and getting into she soon. So check all that out. Uh, we'll be back next week for hopefully more great. Ruby, he says uh, optimistically for the first time <laughs> ever. So there you go. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you then. Bye. Bye.